May 25th. We turn our attention now to the New Testament. Today's reading takes place in the book of John, chapter 14, verses 15 through 31, where we see that Jesus glorifies the Father. He does it through His people as they do God's works and keep His commandments. Apart from the power of the Holy Spirit and prayer, we could never glorify God. Jesus and the Father dwell with us. That's good news, because He is Emmanuel, God with us. It's one thing for us to go to heaven, and quite something else for heaven to come to us. There is a deeper fellowship with the Son and the Father for those who love Him and seek Him and obey Him. We experience His peace as we commune with the Father and the Son in love. Jesus is the way to the Father. He reveals the truth about the Father, and He shares the life of the Father with us. Why should our hearts be troubled? And as we read in John chapter 15 today, we read about His life. A branch is good for only one thing, bearing fruit. It may be weak in itself, but it has a living relationship with the vine and can be productive. To abide in Christ means to be in communion with Him so that our lives please Him. We know that we are abiding when the Father prunes us, cutting away the good so that we can produce the best. We glorify God with fruit, more fruit, and much fruit. We'll learn about His love as we read in John 15 today. Abiding depends on obeying, and obeying depends on loving. Love and joy go together and make it easy for us to obey His will. We should love Him, love His will, and love one another. And we'll learn about His name. We enjoy the love of Christ and of the brethren. But we also must endure the hatred of the world for His name's sake. The more we are like Christ, the more the world's system will oppose us. You can count on it. Depend on the Spirit's power, and you will be a fruitful, faithful Christian. And now, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. May 25th, John chapter 14, verses 15 through 31. If you love me, Jesus, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit, who leads into all truth. The world at large cannot receive him, because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you do, because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. In just a little while the world will not see me again, but you will. For I will live again, and you will too. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Those who obey my commandments are the ones who love me. And because they love me, My Father will love them, and I will love them, and I will reveal myself to each one of them. Judas, not Judas Iscariot, but the other disciple with that name, said to him, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at large? Jesus replied, All those who love me will do what I say, 
My Father will love them, and we will come to them and live with them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not do what I say. And remember, my words are not my own. This message is from the Father who sent me. I am telling you these things now while I am still with you. But when the Father sends the Counselor as my representative, and by the Counselor I mean the Holy Spirit, He will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I myself have told you. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives, so don't be troubled or afraid. Remember what I told you. I am going away, but I will come back to you again. If you really love me, you will be very happy for me, because now I can go to the Father, who is greater than I am. I have told you these things before they happen so that you will believe when they do happen. I don't have much more time to talk to you, because the Prince of this world approaches. He has no power over me, but I will do what the Father requires of me, so that the world will know that I love the Father. Come, let's be going. Today we're reading Psalm 119, verses 33 through 48. If you want real values, get them from the Word of God. How tragic that so many people waste time, energy, and money on things that amount to little or nothing. The Hebrew word translated worthless things, as we shall see, means that which is nothing. It's vanity because it's false. The word was used of idols. What your heart covets, your eyes will see, and then you will make some wrong decisions. And this is what happened to Lot. We'll learn about freedom as we read today in Psalm 119. Freedom is another blessing God will give you if you love and obey His Word. His Word is truth, and the truth sets you free. Disobedience may seem like freedom, but it really is bondage. When you obey God's Word, you enjoy true freedom because His Word is the law of liberty. Law and liberty are not enemies. No, they're co-workers in your life in building character and bringing joy. Imagine if you got what you want every time. No struggle, no hard work, no challenges. No hard work required. Some of you are saying that would be great. You would be weak. And then, when something hard comes up in your life, you wouldn't know how to handle it. Because you have never gone through anything that strengthens you. You cannot grow without struggle. You cannot develop strength without resistance, without challenging yourself, without struggle. Pain is your friend. Maybe not in the moment, but for the evolution of your soul, for the long-term benefit of you as a stronger human being. Pain is your friend. If you didn't have failures, if you didn't have struggles, if you didn't have disappointment, you could have no strength, no courage, no compassion. How could you? Those qualities are made from your pain and struggle. You are given pain because you are strong enough to handle it. You are given this life because you are strong enough to live it. Because you are strong enough to drive through it. 
to thrive through it, to inspire others through it. They will look to you and say, he did it, she did it, I have the strength to do it too. You are stronger than you think. You survived all your challenges to this point. And you will survive whatever is coming. But next time a struggle comes, I don't want you to curse the skies. Know that it was sent for a reason and a lesson. It might be to make you stronger. It might be to teach you patience. It might be for you to show others your spirit. There is a reason. So don't you give up. You have a purpose in this world. And you will only find it if you keep going and keep growing. Your struggle is a part of your story. Your struggle made you the person you are today. Your struggle is your life. Your struggle is your gift. See, many people look at struggle like it's a bad thing. Your struggle will be the gift that the world falls in love with. Nobody wants to hear the story of the man that was given everything. People want to hear the stories of men and women that endured pain and turned their struggles into a gift. Do you want people just to feel sorry for you? Or you want people to look up to you? Do you want to be a legend? Because legends are born in the belly of struggle. Fear is only a fictional movie. But reality is a struggle. Reality is the struggle. So take the struggle and change your reality. Because the whole time you were thinking that your struggle was holding you back. It was really giving you the tools to become one of the greatest. No more second guessing. No more blaming others for the problems you have in your life. It's a new day. This is my one way ticket to my dreams. Your struggle is your gift. Psalm 119, verses 33 through 48. Teach me, O Lord, to follow every one of your principles. Give me understanding, and I will obey your law. I will put it into practice with all my heart. Make me walk along the path of your commands, for that is where my happiness is found. Give me an eagerness for your decrees. Do not inflict me with love for money. Turn my eyes from worthless things, and give me life through your word. Reassure me of your promise, which is for those who honor you. Help me abandon my shameful ways. Your laws are all I want in life. I long to obey your commandments. Renew my life with your goodness. Lord, give to me your unfailing love, the salvation that you promised me. Then I will have an answer for those who taunt me, for I trust in your word. 
do not snatch your word of truth from me, for my only hope is in your laws. I will keep on obeying your law forever and ever. I will walk in freedom, for I have devoted myself to your commandments. I will speak to kings about your decrees, and I will not be ashamed. How I delight in your commands, how I love them. I honor and love your commands. I meditate on your principles. Proverbs 15, verse 33. Fear of the Lord teaches a person to be wise. Humility precedes honor 